heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Many of us were surprised at the Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Mark Milley and his comments. And he's had a quite a few radical comments in recent times, as we all know. But his comments referring to the hypersonic missile coming out of Beijing, uh, in reference it as a Sputnik moment, surely got our attention. You know, this is the first time that I've heard really anybody in any sort of leadership role in the United States government speak about it in the terms that I heard General Milley speak about it in reference in the CCP and the threat of China and what their ambitions are. Typically, I don't hear a lot of that. Uh, They keep it very close to the chest. In fact, they sort of played the opposite. Now, here's the thing right up front as as we talk about this Sputnik moment and what it means to all of us, okay? It angers me in a great way. And I, I just put that right up front here. And I'll tell you why it angers me. Because what I see happening here in our country is complacency. It, it is something I talk to you about all the time, but it's a complacency. You know, our political factions in this country are so busy beating the hell out of each other between the left and the right. You know, Nobody's working together as Americans anymore because we have a hostile takeover happening in our country. Some people don't want to admit that, but I will tell you the truth, the out loud truth, and there it is right there. There is a hostile takeover happening here in the United States. Add the fuel to the fire and you know you, you get what is happening and what we're seeing with China right now, which is really reminiscent of what was happening with the Soviet Union. And those of those who were here at that moment, and you know, uh, I don't, I don't remember all those pieces of. The, I mean, we know historically what happened, but I'm talking about in real time. I wasn't here a lot of that time, um, but those who are old enough to know and lived through that understand what a harrowing experience that was, and not knowing the uncertainties of the world and. You know, the, the the arms race, the the nuclear race that was going on with the Soviet Union and the United States and where it would end. And that was where the Sputnik moment came from. It was actually back in 1957 again. See, I, I wasn't here. I'm, and I'm happy to say that because I'm not old enough. So, but not to take anything away from our seniors who were here. And uh, and we need that experience. And, and so that's a beautiful thing. But uh but the, the Soviet Union back in 57, they launched the first Earth orbiting uh, satellite, okay, uh, Sputnik 1. And the whole headlines and the stories was, wow. I mean, like, okay, they caught the USA uh, with their pants down around their ankles. I mean, they're totally unprepared, had no idea it was coming. And, you know, I think about the failures of the intelligence, uh, you know, our intelligence here back then. And now it really is a deja vu moment with the uh, hypersonic missiles that just, uh, you know, circled the globe here in August 
that was just being reported on in recent days. It was the same sort of story, which is why I frankly was surprised that Millie came out and said that because I don't listen. I, when it comes to any kind of out loud truth, I don't have any confidence. I don't expect that to come out of someone like general Mark Milley's mouth these days, because he's become a political tool for the system. Sadly, as a lot of these woke generals have, right? I mean, that's the facts of it, but the unpreparedness of our military is, is a big moment. And it's a wake-up call. But back to what angers me and should anger the hell out of you is that all of this was avoidable. None of this had to happen, people. You, you think we'd learn our lessons. You know, you had that with the Soviet Union and back to that moment, that Sputnik moment. And then you had what the Islamists did at 9-11, correct? That was another Sputnik moment. Think about that. Like, oh, my God, we're unprepared for this one. And of course, that administration was in denial of everything. You couldn't even utter those words without being called out as a radical racist. You know, and, and no lessons there again. And here we are again in the next front, the next, the next front, really. It's what it is. And it is China. You know, with someone recently, we had a talk uh, on here, and I forget who it was, recently was saying, was this a cold war or a hot war with uh, China? Uh, some people refer to it as a cold war right now or the start of a cold war and others refer to the fact that it's been an ongoing war no matter how you look at it a lot of this was totally avoidable and it really is and i it's important we acknowledge this right up front it's the complacency of our leaders it's the complacency of our country it, it really that's really where the, the 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 cancer is of all of this there's no doubt about it it's all a cancer and it's it's really our unpreparedness is our own undoing. We take so much for granted in America and often, and now we see we've taken our freedoms for granted. And we see that's the next thing under assault in America is our freedoms. And, and surely, slowly, but surely, our freedoms are being chipped away. And, and, and everybody's seeing this. And I, I think the one saving grace or moment of this that I want to suggest to you that even, I believe even our friends on the left, I say our friends, I'm not talking about the Marxist left now. I'm talking about the moderates, the independents, just left of center. I always refer to that as the friendly left, not the Marxist left. There's a difference, at least in my mind there is. Other people argue that back and say, no, no, the left is all, you know, you know, the JFK Democrat, that sort of thing. I mean, that's what America was based on and built. And a lot of people say, well, there's not a lot of those people around anymore. But there really are. They're, they're just hidden or they, they haven't been outspoken. But here, here's the message I have for you. I think a lot of those people are starting to smell the roses again. You understand? And I think you're starting to see them sort of, there's, some, there's a uh, sort of uh, restlessness. That's what I'll say to you. A restlessness that I'm, it's my sense it's my, my opinion, my sense. It may not be yours, but but I sense it. I feel it out there. It's the same thing with the schools and them, uh, uh, you know, sick in the FBI on the parents coming out of Virginia in those schools. That was another moment where, you know, now the, the Democrat families, and as I've been saying all along, a lot of these people are good people. They may have a little different view or ideology. That's okay, as long as they're not trying to make us into a communist country. I mean, that's kind of not on the menu here, right? 
But it's okay. You're, that's America is based and built on different opinions and diversity of opinion and thought. And so I, I, I say to you that you see that now with the government and the overreach and the FBI being on parents. And then you see, you know, Attorney General Merrick Garland come out and say, oh, well, what you, no, I didn't really mean that. You know, of course, we know what he means. And just to think he could have been a Supreme Court justice. You know, the entire system just smells there, there's nothing, any branch of our government, including that Supreme Court, not, it's all political. Everything, all the courts are, everything's political. And this whole notion of Lady Justice being blind is a joke. That, that blind kid, I mean, she's the one we should put a mask on. She's the one that needs a damn mask. And yet, you know, here we are, and there's, where is justice anymore in our nation? We're all scratching our heads wondering what that is, but so back to the Sputnik moment here and um, Joint Chiefs of Staff Jim and General Mark Milley. So he had an interesting interview with a Bloomberg television as well that I found quite fascinating. Uh, and there's some really interesting little excerpt of that I want to play for you as well. Before I do that, let me also tell you that on today's program, really excited to have on here. Uh, Mary Fannin joins uh, me. I love always to have Mary on. She's an investigative journalist at the American Report. Uh, she's been working with uh, Lindell and many of his movies, and she's been a great voice out there uh, for freedom. And uh, I always appreciate her insight and equally excited and uh, to have Dr. Lee Meng Young here. And uh, Dr. Lee Meng Young is an independent virologist, as you know, whistleblower on the coronavirus origins out of that Wuhan virology lab in Wuhan, China. Now, she's been on the forefront, Dr. Yan, and getting the truth out about COVID-19 more than anybody, actually. She's a contributor and commentator here at America Out Loud as well, and we're always thrilled and excited to have her. So this is going to be a great conversation ahead, friends, on the voice of a nation. So I welcome you in. Have a seat, relax, and let's talk, okay? And, and first, I want to play for you. I want to play this, uh, this actual clip. So I want you to hear. Okay, so this is, this is, again, the Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman, General Mark Milley, and he was speaking to Bloomberg Television and, uh, I, you know, let's hear from his comments directly so we know exactly what he's saying, okay? As we talk today, there have recently been some reports that the Chinese have a uh, hypersonic missile yeah. that can theoretically go into space and then come down with a nuclear bomb, escaping our ability to uh, 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 knock it down. Is that something I should be worried about or all Americans should be worried about? Well, what you saw, and I don't want to get too much into the classification of what we saw, but what we saw was a very significant event of a test of a hypersonic uh, uh, weapon system, um, and it is very concerning. Uh, I think I saw in some of the newspapers they, they used the term Sputnik moment. I don't know if it's quite a Sputnik moment, but I think it's very close to that. So it's a very significant technological uh, event that occurred or test that occurred by the Chinese. And it has all of our attention, um, and we're paying it, it. But that's just one of that's just one weapon system. Uh, the Chinese military capabilities are much greater than that. Uh, they're expanding rapidly uh, in space, uh, in cyber, and then in the traditional domains of land, sea, and air. And they have gone from a peasant-based infantry army that was very, very large in 1979 uh, to a very capable uh, military that covers all the domains uh, and has global ambitions. So. China is very significant on our horizon. 
but can I presume that the United States has thought of doing a, a hypersonic missile as well and that we are not uh, caught completely flat-footed in our ability to maybe produce something like that ourselves? We are clearly experimenting and testing and, and developing technologies to include hypersonics, uh, artificial intelligence, robotics, and a whole wide range. Uh, now, if you take a step back, um, what, what we're in, in history-wise, is we're in one of the most significant changes in what I call the character of war. But today, with the introduction of precision munitions, the ability to see all over the world, artificial intelligence, robotics, uh, hypersonics, all of these things together, uh, this is an enormous change in the character of war, and we're going to have to adjust our military going forward. And Milley says there, we're going to have to adjust our military going forward. And he lays out like the AI, the cyber uh, impact, and of course, the hypersonic effect here. And I've been talking about this for some time. I've been reporting on this exactly that. And uh, I mean, truth of the matter is, and it's not a good thing. We're not we're not in the advance on any in any of those areas. And we've been reckless. We've been careless. We have allowed a lot of our technology to be stolen and then enhanced and, you know, and then implemented while we sit back here and fight with the political parties and reduce our military budget or keep it the same at the very most and not keeping it on the edge because of complacency. And I think that's what happens. We get too big for our virtues here. And uh, I think that's the biggest problem I see here. So he says a lot there in this Sputnik moment, and he says he wasn't sure. Uh, Mary, let me start with you, Mary Fannin here. He says he's not sure. It's almost a Sputnik moment, he says, okay? Well, I, I would argue back with him. I, I am very sure. And it is absolutely a Sputnik moment when you think about, you know, the, the, the fear and anxiety which is what that Sputnik moment did back in 57, to know that there was a technological gap between the United States and the Soviet Union back there with Sputnik and the satellites and everything that happened. It's the same thing here. So either one or two things got to happen, Mary. This is either a wake-up call for our country, and, you know, and, and it never, we never seem to learn our lessons here, or, or it's they go back to their, their corners again and continue to fight, which seems to be the case, and then complacency sets in, and then we're really at the beginning of the end for our country as far as being an advanced nation. What do you say to that? Uh, this is a tectonic shift. This is, this is a full change. And I will tell you, the fact that General Milley sat there and thought that this is perhaps a Sputnik moment, General Milley needs to resign because he didn't know about this before it happened. That's one. This is on the tail of handing over Afghanistan to China, because make no mistake, it was not just to, to the Taliban. It was to China that he handed over Afghanistan. Three, General Milley espouses critical race theory which has no place in America, it is communist. Four, Ash Carter is the Department of Defense and Barack Obama closed down future combat systems that we had put billions, uh, 13 years of R&D and billions in defense dollars uh, toward. That was the first thing that Barack Obama did when he came into office. He canceled future combat systems. I will tell you, Within a very short amount of time, 
when Ash Carter came in, after we had put 1.3 billion to Enlos LS, which is missiles in a box, within the month of, of Ash Carter canceling that, it showed up in, in Russia. And they began selling the Trojan horse weapon system, the Club K. The Club K is the cargo container box that opens via satellite. It has a 10-year shelf life. Uh, it, so it doesn't just exist. It, it's that Russia then had it within 30 days of Ash Carter canceling it. What you should also know is at the same point in time, there was a company named Gulf Tainer. They went into a joint venture with Rostec Rosa Boron Export, the manufacturer of the uh, an exporter of the Club K, the Trojan horse missile system. Mm -hmm. So within that year, Barack Obama and Joe Biden with Tiger Crants Tiger Grants set the table and gave a 35-year lease to Port Canaveral's cargo container operations to Gulf Tainer. It is imperative to understand that the brother and business partner of Hamid Jafar was Saddam Hussein's nuclear mastermind who created the miniaturized nuclear weapon that significantly will fit on, on a missile system inside the Club K. The Obama-Biden administration set the table, brought these people in with a 35-year lease to Port Canaveral, 1,000 feet from our turning basin, our, our Trident nuclear turn, turning basin, the third most important leg of our nuclear triad. Then Joe Biden began setting up with Barack Obama, Port of Wilmington, they have just handed over a, they handed that over for 50 years. They had no CFIUS review. They had no national security threat analysis. They are just handing over another facility in Wilmington. This is called bringing the enemy inside the wire. And the fact that General Milley doesn't know any of these things and hasn't taken care of anything and sat there, did he expect that his, um, the, the same gentleman that he called in China as he was handing over Afghanistan, telling that we we're going to uh, not do anything, he'd let them know if we would. This is beyond the pale. And it is, it is if, if General Milley is that ignorant, stupid, he needs to step down. Here's the big difference. Like when you say he says here, OK, that's just one weapon system, he says that these are his words. Now, General Milley, they're expanded rapidly in space and cyber and then the traditional domains of land, sea and air. OK, and they've gone from a peasant based infantry army that was very large in 79 to a very capable military that covers all the domains and has global ambitions. That's the key right there. So when you look at, I, I think about this a lot of the times when you think, okay, the United States is over here and we have our military force, supposed to be the best in the world, so on and so forth. And then some people would say, well, why do you have a right to have that? And you're concerned with a China having the right to have that or some other country, Soviet Union or whatever. What right do we have over them? And then, Mary, because I hear that back from some people, like, why do we think we're better than X? And it's interesting, and I'd be interested to get Dr. Jan's appointment, uh, 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 her view on this as well. But he, here's the thing, you know, America, 
the, the key to this whole thing, Mary, was supposed to be that America was the keeper of peace. That was our mission, that we weren't taking over countries and being reckless around the world. So people looked at America to be that, well, that shining city on the hill, actually, the beacon of, of hope. And, and, and uh, you know, th that's what people seen. Whereas when you see the ambitions of a communist China or what the Soviet Union was, communist Soviet Union, uh, you get a different sense when they, he says about their global ambitions. Uh, to me, that's the biggest differentiator here is their global ambitions, what they really want. Now, some people may say the United States has global ambitions. Well, I think we do put our nose sometimes into things we probably have no business doing. And we've nation built from time to time that we have no business doing. So I don't think we've been perfect to be true, Mary, with you. But I do think that is a big difference for anybody to understand what, are, what is the overarching ambition of the nation and the, and the military. Ours is to keep the peace. Uh, it's not perfect, but that's our goal. Whereas what is China's goal? Does that make sense? Yes, because uh, we are looking for peace through strength. And that is the first thing that Barack okay. Obama did when he came into office was dismantle the first modernization of our weapon systems since World War II. Barack Obama dismantled future combat systems. Uh, instead, we were seeing our military humiliated, put in high heels and some other bizarre things that only Barack Obama would have thought of. Only he would have celebrated something like that. Barack Obama's mentor was Frank Marshall Davis, a traitor and a Soviet agent. He was uh, categorized as S1 to be watched because of that. Any, any uh, problems broke out with Russia, he was immediately to be arrested. So understand that that's the swamp where Obama was educated and in a belief system of hard communism, hate America. Who else would have come in and canceled future combat systems after 13 years of R&D. Who else would have brought in hardcore communists like Leon Panetta to, uh, and, and also John Brennan. You know, he comes from a long line of communists. Uh, but as people are looking at um, what these, these people are doing to our country, they are dismantling it. And as they take uh, the United States of America, who does provide peace through strength, not just for ourselves, but for the world. Make sure you differentiate between the Chinese people and the CCP. They are very different. But at the same time, understand that the Joe Bidens and the Barack Obama were uh, embracing this. Joe Biden, his top aide was Anita Dunn, who told that her favorite philosopher was a communist homicidal ma maniac, Mao Zedong, who killed 80 million of his own people. And so uh, look at those, you, know, you need to know uh, the granular pieces of who the people that were brought in, both under the Biden and the Obama administration. Look at Mayorkas today, look at Merrick Garland. That is shameful. And as they said, he too should step down. You know, keep in mind that his son, his son-in-law, was sending in the, the, the education materials into the schools for critical race theory, communist race theory is what it is. And this was his son-in-law. You're just speaking of Garland's son-in-law, Mary? Garland's son-in-law? 
Merrick Garland's son-in-law. Okay. Exactly. Behind the education materials for critical race theory. That is his business. Now, Merrick Garland at the same time turning the FBI on parents at a school board meeting because they don't want um, critical race, communist race theory shoved down their children's throats. No, this is a country that believes in peace through strength. Mm-hmm. And not just, as I said, for us, but for the globe. If we start nuclear wars, it will kill the entire world. Well, that's it exactly will, it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it will sully all of the agriculture of, of the world and the water. There is no reason to destroy the planet. Understand yeah. something else. As we talk about mm-hmm. going into globalism, do not ever think about that without understanding that it is global communism. Yeah. And yeah. if we go into that dark night, it will not be the soft communism, socialism that is trying to be sold. It will be the hard communism of North Korea mm. or the, the gulags where Mao killed, you know, 80 million of his own people. Mm-hmm. People need to get their minds around communism and Stalin, yeah. the, the 80 million that were killed in, in the Soviet Union and, and in China. The, it is a bloodbath. China, the the communism is for bloodbaths and to take away freedom and to destroy people. Well, this is why uh, Americans are so up in arms with uh, a lot of these social programs uh, and communist type uh, policies that are coming forth from Washington. And they're, this is why people get so outraged because of everything you described there. You know, I often think, I love what you were saying with the humanity factor of our globe and when you reference a nuclear destruction. I always think of it in that terms, like as human beings, it really shocks my mind that it shouldn't, obviously, but this is really about a fight of good and evil. It's always good and evil, people. It's always is, always has been, which is the nature and origins of this program we talk about here on The Voice of a Nation is always good and evil. But that's what we're talking about all over the planet here. And, you know, I think about it in those terms like, you know, God has given us this amazing planet, uh, an amazing opportunity in life. And then as human beings, we can't seem to uh, get it right. That's the first thing that always comes to my mind, uh, sincerely. But the second thing is, back to what Mary references, peace through strength. You know, that, that's, a, that's a beautiful tradition. It's American tradition. And the one that always comes to my mind, although he didn't create the phrase, but he used it a lot, was uh, number 40, Ronald Reagan. Uh, he used that phrase a lot. And I always admired that about it. So in other words, we weren't the aggressors, uh, but uh, we knew when to be aggressive. Uh, and that, that is the difference. Uh, that's, that really is about leadership right there, leadership. You know, Dr. Lee Min Young, let me get you on here now. And let's, uh, as we phrase this all up, we talk about General Milley, we talk about what the CCP is up to in this hypersonic missile moment, the Sputnik moment, as General Milley calls it. You haven't grown up there understanding the mindset of the CCP better than anybody I know. Uh, what, what is really the, your point of measure of this Sputnik moment? What, what does it mean, Dr. Lee Min Young? This is just one part uh, reflected from the military aspect about the CCP's ambition. CCP has been using different ways to spread communism all over the world for decades. Now you see they are trying to doing the hypersonic missile. And also we see they already released the COVID-19 virus. Mm-hmm. 
And also we see they launched the propaganda information war online. They are everywhere. So this is just because people have that kind of memory about Cold War and they're scared of this kind of military things. So they pay more attention to it. And then they seem suddenly realize, aha, they try to get close to us. No, actually communism is approaching to you and infiltrate to almost all the aspects in America. So American people should know, yeah, they are very dangerous and they are here and they should stop listening to those lies and the misinformation from communists. No matter they are in America or in China, they are all communists, they anti-God, they told people not to love each other, but distrust each other. They are very evil. If their value overcome America, then the hope of the world is gone. Yeah. And let me ask you, within the, the uh, Chinese people, let me talk to you a moment, Dr. Yan, about the Chinese people and the, uh, the culture in China. When we talk about communism, do the Chinese people themselves, I mean, they understand that their country is communist. I mean, is that something that's ever talked about there within circles or uh, on the streets there? Do people ever discuss that in a way that, well, you know, this is our way of life here. It's communism in nature. China has been ruled by Chinese Communist Party for over 70 years. So after the generations, Chinese uh, government become very good expert in manipulating and brainwashing people. For example, uh, let's talk about the generation of my grandparents. They were over 80s. So clearly they can see the difference between Communist Party uh, get China and establish the new China. They see the lies. However, the people dare to point it out. They were put into different kind of revolutions, including cultural revolution. And they were tortured. Most of people, they died or they learn how to keep silence in this society. And after that is my parents' generation. They were born in the Cultural Revolution. So from their baby time, they start to learn that kind of Maoism. And also at that time, because no any other news from overseas. So they basically live in a similar situation as now North, China, uh, North Korean people lived. They totally learn different things. And when they grow up, Although, yeah, they start to open the eyes. However, because of the control of government and also because of the memory in their childhood, there are many things different to be changed. And also my generation, more people come to America or other countries. They learn English, they learn the knowledge, and then they realize the things different in China and out of China. However, what we can do when we start to talk, China government realize the things. That's why now they become more strict in censorship. And also they put the national security law. So people, yes, some of people dare to say the something. Even, uh, I mean, not only me, there are other people, they try to say it even in China. But again, they were put back into prison and disappeared. China government always know that People are not that stupid. If you give them chance, they will understand what happened. And always there will be brave people talk about the truth and then wake up the other people. 
So that's what China scared most. And that's why propaganda and censorship manipulation mandate are, the, are their useful tools. And now they try to deliver it to America and use it to suppress the brave Americans. Do you think there's any hope for, I'm speaking about again, the, the Chinese culture, the, the, the people of China, uh, and as Mary pointed out, there's an absolutely, and we point it out all the time, when we reference the CCP or China, we are never talking about the Chinese people. These, these are different conversations. Uh, and it's important to point that out because a lot of people don't understand that. Uh, the, the culture of the people uh, is not necessarily the culture of the government. Uh, do you think um, that uh, there will ever be a day uh, that that relationship with the Communist Party, what, what do you think the future holds for them, actually? I, I've never asked you that question. I mean, do you see them, I mean, do, I wonder, do you see them as kind of a crash and burn where they will have their day uh, in justice? Or do you think, you know, back to the human rights issues and the uh, the, the many challenges that have, that have come from there, do you see that as one day being a, uh, you know, uh, an honest moment of this thing? Or do you see that the Communist Party will prevail, Dr. Yan, where they will um, not only continue to control their own people and the culture there in the future, but their their global aspirations around the world? What do you see happening as the immediate future in the next uh, 20 years? I really love this question, Malcolm. So actually, I strongly believe that first, Communists will be destroyed by us. And the second thing is Chinese people deserve a much better future. And there are always brave Chinese people there in China. They're waiting for the opportunities mm. because we are all human. And when, I mean, according to Bible, uh, God created human and gave the most important thing is free spirit. As human, we all have free spirit no matter how big the suppression from the government. Mm. And now we have to stay in America to speak it out because China government is a national power. It is the second biggest economic uh, nation, uh, nation in all over the world. So it can use their national power to control the people. However, I know the hope is here. And I say that when I talk to Americans, when I talk to people about truth of COVID virus, they realize what evil thing communism party is doing. And they start to stand out and speak out to fight against communism. And trust me, this voice also come back to China. And Chinese people, they are waiting there to keep in silence because they have to, and they, they have no guns, they have no way to speak, and they always get disappeared because government put strong surveillance among each people. However, they have brain. And I, I know that there are always a chance that Chinese people, when they get the opportunity, they will stand out and fight together with uh, uh, brave Americans. And also we do have a lot of brave Chinese people. They are now taking the life risk to help us to reveal the truth of the Communism Party. That's why uh, we can deliver so much truth to America to call for, uh, how's it, to call for the American people, people's action to show Americans how evil Chinese communism is. Mm -hmm. And I believe that day is soon because 
we are all human. We need mm. freedom. You know, that Sputnik moment we started with is an interesting point. And I, I, you know, it's interesting how Millie brought that up. I haven't heard the phrase of a Sputnik moment in some time, actually. And it, it got my antenna up, actually. And I started thinking, well, I referenced you early, the 9-11 point, right? But, you know, the whole virus thing was also a, a Sputnik moment for the United States. We got caught in a very bad situation. And it was like, what? I mean, the, the whole virus thing. Yeah, we haven't seen that sort of a pandemic in 100 years, but surely we should have been more prepared, especially since our NIH was funding some of this stuff. I mean, we should have known what was happening. I mean, come on, people, right? So that was also, to me, a Sputnik moment. You see, well, we, we got caught in a, I mean, th think about it. That was more of a Sputnik moment than anything. Uh, the virus hitting our shores here and the pandemic that swept around the world and the millions of people that have been killed. I mean, by golly, that that qualifies more than anything. So you think about it in those terms, and there are multiple Sputnik moments here we've seen over the last, uh, you know, 30, 40 years uh, since the Soviet Union and the fight that Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher and Mikhail Gorbachev uh, took to the streets with, and we prevailed. Now, I asked Dr. Lee Meng Young that point, and you know, I, I, again, one show she was going to say, but the fact is, I think she's saying to me, well, we will prevail. And her, we being we, being her, being us, being, being good, good. That's the good versus the evil. That's the fight, right? That's always the fight. Interesting. I love the way that's put out there. You know, this whole thing, too, I want to talk about next. I have an interesting audio clip I want to play. You're going to love this uh, from Governor uh, Ron DeSantis of Florida. And it is... Uh, really eye-opening, some of the things he says in here. You know, we were talking about bats and the coronavirus origins and Wuhan and all of that, but now what about puppies being thrown into the equation? <laughs> well, there's a little bit more to that story as well. And his comments about this funding and Fauci, who he has called to resign and get out of there. You know, you have to just shake your head sometimes and say, how long is it going to take for this guy to be thrown the hell out of office? But, you know, he's still there, still carrying on. He says he, he tells, I remember he's telling Senator Paul, I'm not resigning. I'm not going anywhere. And he, he uh, pretty well stays with his story, doesn't he? I, I don't know. It's remarkable. He's still in any kind of position at this point with all the uh, all the evil things that he has been part of in some way, shape or form, you know. Well, let me take a moment and ask you here. Have you taken a walk outside today and looked at the trees and stretched and just enjoyed this beautiful life and this planet? I say beautiful life. Malcolm, you're talking about child. How can you say CCP? <laughs> well, listen, I still think we have to count our blessings. All right. We still have to count our blessings. We really are. We're here in the most amazing country on the planet. Uh, we have our challenges, no doubt. And we're trying to fix those challenges here uh, for sure. Uh, but um, with all of God's gifts and our blessings here, we need to count those blessings. And it's important that uh, you take care of you. You get out, you walk, you enjoy, and you take Healthy Cell. I tell you all the time about Healthy Cell. It's a phenomenal product. This whole thing with the coronavirus has really opened our, our eyes up about all of us now with our immune systems and the importance of our immune systems, having a healthy immune system. And, uh, the, you know, Nobody knows that better than Dr. Lee Min Young as well as a doctor understanding the importance of a healthy immune system. And that's the key to 
fighting any virus, any influenza, any COVID, anything else coming down if you're healthy. And so really to do that, you really want to take the zinc, the A, the D, all of that. But Healthy Cell is a great product, uh, AM, PM, uh, their daily regimen. Uh, they have uh, uh, products that are in gel form. Uh, you got to look this all up now. It's, it's terrific stuff. It gel, a little package. You can take it right out of the package and take it, or you can put it, I put it in a little bit of water myself. I've been taking this stuff over three and a half years, by the way. Okay. Uh, but you can put it in yogurt. Or you can even put it on ice cream if you want. Tastes good. It's like a black cherry or whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, but um, it's really good stuff. And there's a host of products there. There's a product called Immune Super Boost, which has the echinacea, uh, the zinc, the A, the D, all of that. They have REM sleep, again, uh, in the gel form, helps you sleep at night, focus, Helps that we all need to focus, especially with all the brain fog going on with COVID. And um, uh, that helps a lot focus uh, with our brain power. So all of this is in gel form. It's all available. Our listeners get 20% off their first order. Just go to healthycell.com forward slash out loud or click the banner ad back at America Out Loud. But again, the most important thing, people, is take care of your health. And remember to get out and walk and see those beautiful trees and count your blessings, right? To, to, to what we can. I know we've gone through some crises and some difficult challenges, but we'll do it together as Americans and people in the fight of good. We'll take more of that fight of good and evil on in just a moment here. You're listening to the voice of a nation. The America Out Loud family is comprised of patriots in the true sense of the word. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty and the Constitution to help save America for future generations to come. AmericaOutloud.com It's a fight for the soul of humanity. This is Dr. Peter McCullough. Do you know there's no other condition that I'm aware of where vitamins and supplements make such a big difference than COVID-19. We have a, an abundance of data that we need to be replete with a variety of micronutrients, and that includes vitamins, minerals, and other substances our bodies need. I rely on Healthy Cell Super Boost. That's immune super boost. It's a, a gel pack that can be taken every day. I like to do it before I exercise and before I go out. It's a wonderful supplement. It gives me the immune super boost that I need. Go to HealthyCell.com, use the promotional code OUTLOUD, and get a discount on your first order. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. join you back here on the voice of a nation it is malcolm out loud here yours truly and thank you for being with me on the mission my friends it's always terrific to be in your company and have you here and uh, and please remember to invite your uh, those friends on the other side of the aisle the independents the moderates the left of center i've uh, got to get them into the program here and because there's a lot of unrest uh, with americans and uh, they're looking for uh, some truth uh, let's give them the out loud truth it's always a better version of truth and invite them here to the network and uh, where they'll be at home and uh, where we are trying, where liberty and justice prevail. 
the liberty and justice for all, right? It's what it's all about here. Uh, we're talking about a Sputnik moment today, and we're speaking with Mary Fannin. We're speaking with Dr. Lee Meng Young and just having an amazing conversation. This is really what talk radio is all about, what you're hearing today, and great voices and ideas. And, you know, Mary Fannin, she's like a walking encyclopedia with the, uh, with the points. That's always good to have her on because she's got so much knowledge. It's like Alana Friedman. They just share so much. And you just got to love that. And of course, Dr. Lee Meng Young, her voice just, she's a terrific ambassador and we're thrilled to have her as part of our America Out Loud family, for sure. Now, the Sputnik moment, very interesting. Governor Ron DeSantis said some very fascinating things. This is all about that funding uh, and the fact that this all come up now that the funding did happen, even though Fauci kept denying, denying, denying. Uh, it's now out in the light of day. Of course, he's still there, as I said to you moments ago, and there's been no um, you know, uh, price to pay yet for that, which is unbelievable. But I want to play right now for you. I want you to hear from the man directly, Governor Ron DeSantis. Listen to his a very brief clip, but listen Listen to what he says, please, uh, in regards to Fauci and NIH funding. No NIH gave money to fund research, gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So what they're doing is they're taking U.S. tax dollars in China and they're trying to create super viruses that will be more dangerous uh, for, for humans. And they'll say, well, we want to figure out how to combat the viruses. But you're doing this. This is very hazardous. I think it's unethical to do it. Uh, they should have been banned from doing it, but I think they went around the ban. And so we've got to shut that down. You can't have mad scientists running around playing God like this and then come to find out what else is Fauci and NIH doing? They're doing cruel experiments on puppies. What they were doing with those puppies is flat out disgusting. It's despicable. That needs to stop. I cannot believe American tax dollars uh, would go uh, to treat those dogs the way those dogs would be treated. And, you know, I really think Fauci needs to be held accountable. These people, these bureaucrats, they don't get to just run wild and do whatever the hell they want to with our tax dollars. You know, the thing you have to like about a Governor Ron DeSantis there of Florida is his plain talk. That's, you know, think about that in those terms. He, that's uh, a real interesting uh, attribute he has that uh, is really flavored after Trump, actually. With the, and I'm not talking about in this, I mean, there are different styles, obviously, and different voices, but the way he speaks to the everyday man, that, that's, I guess, what I'm speaking about, the everyday man. And that's something I take from DeSantis. He's a very interesting figure, uh, a rising in American politics, a lot of people say he's going to run in 2024. I don't know if he will or not, or if it's just a little premature. Um, he's having a hell of a run in the state of Florida, where he barely took that election, by the way, as governor. So that, that was a big deal here. But he says some pretty remarkable things here. Uh, Dr. Lee Min Young, I want to go to you first on this, please, uh, because he talks about, uh, very interesting what he says here, that he wants to uh, figure out, he, let's see, get his quote here exactly. So what they're doing is taking U.S. tax dollars uh, in, in China. They're trying to create super viruses, he says, super viruses. That'll be more dangerous for humans. And they'll say, well, we want to figure out how to combat the viruses. He says, this is very hazardous. I think it's unethical to do this. Talk to that, please. Uh, is that true? And what, what do you say there? Oh, yes, that is true. I mean, China is making such unrestricted bioweapon, super virus, no matter how you call that. And that is something target human and target essentially a 
I mean, Chinese Communist Party's enemies, which they called in their document as primary enemy is America. So China tried to do this and they already started for decades and they have so many candidates in their labs and they still are looking for the different type of novel pathogens all over the world and doing the experiment to know that, learn how to manipulate it. And yes, the NIH money funded part of that. However, even without NIH's money, China will still do that. The point is Fauci as a person in charge of the US taxpayers' money, why did he approve such experiment with his colleagues? They are scientists. Still, as I said, if they didn't know this uh, dangerous virus or potential dangerous experiment, then they are incapable to be in that position. Or if they know, but they still manipulate the document and play on words and deliver money to China, then they should be put down immediately. So that's American people's decision. And I, I think now we see more and more facts that some people in America, not only Fauci, they are helping Chinese Communism Party and they are doing the things that are not allowed in America and undermine America using mm. this way. Yeah, that is really perfectly said there, the undermining of America. And uh, Mary, speak to that point. Um, Dr. Liming Young pulls up a really good point there. Uh, she references the undermining of America and really the people who are in support of these policies that are undermined in America that are here. But when DeSantis says, I really think Fauci needs to be held accountable, these bureaucrats don't get to just run wild. But you know, Mary, they are running wild and there has been no accountability at all. Do you think there will be with Fauci at all at some point? I don't think that the NIH would have thrown him under the bus by admitting what he has been doing unless they uh, plan to uh, cut him off. And well, they should. Uh, the rule of law was taken um, down by Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Uh, remember, gain of function to, to lethalize this virus was put in place and approved just two weeks before uh, President Trump came into office. They did this secretly. They, President Trump had no idea that they had made legal gain of function. Now, the question is, why would Fauci be funding a, a bioweapons uh, for lab in Wuhan at all. Why? Because what he was doing was illegal in the United States. So they made a, an end run around the law and they were doing these illegal things out of Wuhan. Now, none of this could have happened unless domestic traders were working with the CCP foreign adversaries. So you have to understand and keep in mind that what they did was fully illegal. They knew it was illegal. Um, Dr. Fauci has been caught lying before Congress, which is also illegal. And so Dr. Fauci apparently has a, a problem with the following the rule of law. Uh, Rand Paul fully exposed Dr. Fauci for what he is. Uh, then, you know, other things have come out beyond the puppies. Um, what's going on with those can, puppies, by the way? What, what, what's, what's the story behind that? You have any idea? You know, it's curious, isn't it? So yeah. you take the, the most gentle uh, dog and you take their puppies. And if you read the documents, they brought them over and they were treating the dogs very pleasantly when they first arrived. And then they begin the torture system. Wow. And those, those 
flies ate their eyes out. They ate them alive. And they were, it was so horrific that they then removed their, their uh, voice box so that they could no longer bark. So think of the evil of this. And, and this is, is um, Colonel Sellen, who's out of Fort Detrick, said, this is not science. This is not science. What was he doing to these puppies? What were they proving? How much torture um, a, a gentle animal could take? Or perhaps like um, some people like uh, adrenaline in their food. Was this providing more, more adrenaline into the animal before it was put down? That's disturbing in itself. Um, people who don't understand adrenochrome should look into it. Uh, it's really looking into the dark side. Mm, but wow. what, we, what we knew was that John Holdren, Obama's science and technologies are, is the one who put through gain of function secretly. Uh, this is also, um, he is a depopulation czar. So keep that in mind when you're seeing what he's putting uh, forward. He is also his book, Echo Science, and working with um, Dr. Peter Dazak. They are depopulation proponents. They also are pushing global warming, which was proven to be a falsehood when they hacked the emails at the University of East Anglia and exposed Dr. Michael Mann. Unfortunately, you will not hear this from the mainstream media because yeah. uh, one of the reasons you won't is because the Smith Month Act of 1948 was put in place after World War II so that propaganda could not be used on the American people. Barack Obama had the Smith Month Modernization Act of 2012, where propaganda was perfectly legal. That's what you're watching when you hear the mainstream media speak in unison with propaganda, falsehoods, lies to the American people. Yeah, uh, you, you say so much there, Mary. Um, uh, let me do this. I want to get the last comment from you, Dr. Lee Meng Young, about this um, this interesting piece he put here, DeSantis, when he says, you can't have mad scientists running around playing God like this. Um, and speaking of the NIH and, and Fauci. Uh, but yet I think bioweapons, which you and I have certainly talked about, uh, the concern to me is they are really the future, it, just like cyber is and AI is. Uh, bioweapons are probably one of the ways we're going to be dealing with these uh, problems in the future here. Uh, as to why our government would be involved in any degree and put any money into that, it, it's hard to imagine. Uh, you know, maybe they thought their intentions were somehow good. I don't really know, but uh, nothing good has come out of this thing here yet. But what's your comment about this? Uh, having mad scientists running around playing God? Are they playing God? Oh yeah, actually, uh, you know, Chinese communism is a part of the communism. Communism will anti-faith, anti-God, anti-Christ, and that is because uh, from their uh, ideology, you can see it clearly. They don't want you to have any faith and they want you to hate each other. China knows the bioweapon is so powerful together with the other tactics. That is the way they can use to conquer the world. So that's why after COVID-19 pandemic, they start to put more money to get more genetic materials and to find out all the biologists who want to collaborate with China to develop more such novel bioweapons. Yeah. So if this is something American steel, 
don't realize I mean not understand what it means, then in a very soon future, there will be more than COVID and also more than other things you can expect. I can clearly tell you that China folks are not only human disease, but also the food supply chain. Mm -hmm. So once these bio attacks are launched again, you cannot imagine what will happen. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it, the fear, what you just talked about right there. See, this is when I referenced up front of the program, a Sputnik moment, meaning uh, COVID. I was speaking about the bioweapon. That was also, a, if anything, was this, but nobody said that, but I said it here. To me, it absolutely was because it was a game changer and we were totally unprepared. That's what that was all about. And we're still unprepared. And we talk about these weapons, as Dr. Lee Min Young references there. Uh, there's a lot more future of these coming. In fact, I remember, oh, a couple months back asking her on a program, what else are they doing and developing in their laboratories? And we talked about that on one of the programs. Uh, that's exactly it. So it is a, a fear. And what are we doing to counteract this is really the problem. And, you know, we can't really stay on defense all the time either. You don't win games by being on defense. You have to play offense. And I think our country right now, I will suggest to you, is not playing offense at all. We are simply playing defense with all these spy games and cyber games and hypersonic games and COVID games uh, and AI games that are still to come yet because the, the, the CCP has invested heavily in AI we're talking about a radical change in the world, my friends. And, and I, I listen, I've been talking about this for some time. I see it coming just as I see all this happening here. Uh, and, and this is the wake up call. This is the wake up call. This whole thing, this whole era is really a Sputnik moment for us to get it together. And uh, that's that's what we have to do. You know, I could go on for hours here, just absolutely hours uh, with with the pleasure of having uh, Dr. Lee Meng Young and Mary Fannin on with us today. Uh, extraordinary. Uh, we'll have to have both of them back again uh, together, I'm saying, uh, in this conversation, because it was really terrific. Uh, it's interesting to get the different perspectives uh, and uh, put that out there. Um, uh, listen, we're doing the heavy lifting here back at americaoutloud.com, and uh, we invite you back there and uh, help us share the out loud truth. Uh, we have all kinds of interest in articles and columns to read and share and educate uh, the people, we the people, uh, and uh, we need your help to get that out there. All of our shows do go to podcasts. They're all available there as well. Uh, so we invite you back to americaoutloud.com, where it's all happening. That is the intersection of truth and liberty and justice for all. It's right there. Um, tremendous thank you to you all for being with me on the mission here, as always. Always appreciate your time and uh, joining me here to right the wrongs and put justice where injustice is. My friends, there's just one thing we have to do. It's time to get involved and get loud.